BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode-L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here. We also want to thank you so much for being a supporter of this Black woman-owned podcast. That's right. Thank you for being a Patreon supporter for those of you who are, who have been, who are OGs, and for our new friends, our new friendlistas. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. it is the the most effective way to support us yes. <laughs> and we really really appreciate it we also appreciate all of you who get cameos those are specialized videos that we record for you you can give them as gifts or for just give a gift to you and we have some exciting news first of all before we talk about that news we want to thank everyone who came out to the sexy liberal show oh my goodness or a couple weeks so yeah it was all the way on and we want to remind you, if you miss the show, you can still go to sexyliberal.com and get a pay-per-view ticket, and you can be a part of Saving Democracy. Do your part now. Do you can watch part. it all for the rest of the year. Yes, 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 go yes. And, and we want to remind you, let you know that we are going to be recording a new comedy album of all new material 
November 12th at Curious Comedy Theater in Portland. That's right. So if you're going to be in the Portland area, November 12th, you should, it should be up now at curiouscomedy.org, or you can go, it'll be up on our website, the link. Um, but please come check it out. We'll have two shows that night. We really need and love you and want your support. And it's totally fun. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller show every Friday morning for the, the black power hour where the blackness is on full and Stephanie Miller, she just brings it. That's yeah, all I'm going to say. She does. Plus, she if does. you want to think, if you want to hear what we think of whatever fell out of Herschel Walker's mouth this week, that's the place to go. That is the, that is your destination. Okay. That's right. Let's all get right. started because the stupid waits for no one. This first idiot is sent to us from Secretary Damselfly. Thank you. Lemonade seller attacked in NYC's Feast of San Gennaro. Or Gennaro? I think Gennaro. Gennaro. That sounds right to me. Okay. Uh, apparently, let us set the scene for you. You're in Manhattan's Little Italy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have some Italian music. Godfather. That stare, yeah, some little Godfather. Um, and it's at the feast of San San Gennaro, mm-hmm. and and people are they're enjoying their their pasta, I'm sure, and their pizzas and their iced teas and their wine and their lemonade. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, what happened was the 29-year-old victim was serving drinks at the famed celebration when the assailant approached and began mocking him for selling lemonade around what time, Angela? 10.50 p.m. So imagine you out on the streets. It's a festival. You sell (laughs) festival noises. Exactly. Lemonade! 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 And an infuriated man, (laughs) infuriated, walks up to you and screams, children sell lemonade. And then throws a glass at your face. Wow. Let me tell you something. We have all, COVID has taken a lot from us. It really has. It really has. I, I, here's my problem. And, and, and this is the thing. This was not a lemonade stand by itself. No. You could get me with this argument. If you were like driving up and down, you know, in anywhere, it doesn't have to be the suburbs. And there was a grown ass man with a little rinky child's lemonade stand. Like they had killed the child and thrown him in a bush to take it over. You know, (laughs) you could get me with the, you can't with some country time or something they stirred up in the kitchen. But this is my guess is that this is like fresh lemonade. Like this is a festival thing. Yeah. Uh, there is no law that only children can sell lemonade on the street. Maybe there should be. Maybe there should be. Maybe there should be a country time. We're going to call it the country time law. Country time children's protection law. (laughs) Number one, first of all, to sell lemonade, you have to be under five feet. Okay. Is that just so you can sell it? Yes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> is, that why? is that what you're doing? That's right. That's what you're doing. I'm gonna tell you something. If you're over five feet selling lemonade, your ass is too big. Okay. Well, but this is how does that infuriate anyone? Okay. My guess is that somebody was working through some feelings about something else. <laughs> well, I can only I can only imagine that there were there had come a time when he was out there as a child selling lemonade and some adult took his business. That's, you know what, I have to hope. I Let's just say that's what happened. That because happened. that's a better story. That, Cause that's all we got here. 
that's all we get. That's all the information we have because they didn't catch this person yet. And I need them to catch this person because I would, I swear to you, we will fly there and talk to them. I want to know what was going on. Also, I have to say 10.50 p.m. This is not a 10.50 p.m. behavior. No. And this also is a 2.45 a.m. behavior. Also, children should be out at 10.50 p.m. Selling fucking lemonade. So potato, potato. What are you I'm saying? I'm not going to get my lemonade needs met. If well, we can't have somebody out there in the street, these streets, selling me my nade, okay? I my nade. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't. I mean the the sort of the indignation, the like the like, how dare you, sir? Of of it all, like it's like, oh oh, it was clearly the 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 hand slap. <laughs> He's oh, down the gauntlet. <laughs> people, I'm going to tell you something. We're all too tight. We are all, all too, too tight. tight. Now, I'm not saying this person started it saying I'm not, but the last three years have been very detrimental to this person. I think so too. And I now think he's so taking too. it out on the world. And I don't know though. And then I go, well, Francis, I think that you may be right. What if, what if he had a lemonade stand and it was supporting his family and his, you know, his parents, they, his, his mama was raising him alone. Daddy had died in some war mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and they were, they were struck. He had 18 brothers and sisters yep. and they were doing all they could to nest. And all they got was the money from his lemonade stand. And then one day some man came and pushed him down and took it, took his nade sand. And he ain't never been right. And every and time he, he just sees- can't abide by seeing nobody over the age of 12 <laughs> try to sell no lemonade. You know, no, 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 no. Nate is for children. It's for children. It's for children. Anyway, the victim was taken to an area hospital to be treated for cuts to the face. It no, was a serious attack. It was a serious fucking it's a attack. fucking assault, dude. I don't. I don't know. All I know is if I'm the judge, I'm like, okay, number one, you can't go out ever again. Ever. ever. <laughs> okay, we we until we have had a thorough diagnostics <laughs> on you. Next up, this is from Salvatore. A kiss the Love baby for us for us, please. I'm very upset about a number of things in this story. Do you want me to read it? Sure. Okay. Like uh it's this is a quote, like a stack of pancakes. Newport Beach doctor removes 23 contact lenses from patient's eye. And the quote from the doctor was, it was like a stack of pancakes. Okay, Dr. Katerina Kurtiva is an ophthalmologist uh, with California Eye Associates. She said her patient came in complaining of pain and blurriness. Turns out she had been forgetting to remove her contacts every day for basically close to a month. The result, 23 contact lenses became lodged in her eye, specifically under her eyelid. I'm going to stop you there. That's a good place to stop. I'm going to stop you there. You know why I'm going to stop you there? You Mm -hmm. don't get to wear contacts anymore. You know what your ass gets? You get a pair of eyeglasses. One pair. Because if you get to, because what I've learned about you is, bitch, (laughs) if I give you more than one, it's going to end up up stacked up someplace it's not supposed to be. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you, this is my problem. You're absolutely right. And here's the thing. That judgment needed to be rendered, but you're going to be upset later on in this story because of this, because I absolutely agree with you. First up, I would stop the whole stop. Let me write this ticket now. You can't have eye eye contacts anymore. No. But apparently this doctor, this is a quote from the doctor. She said, I had to use very fine surgical instruments, a jewelry 
jeweler forced up to separate contact lenses. They were essentially glued together after sitting under the eyelid for a month. Can I ask you why she had to separate them? Is that how she removed them? She couldn't remove them all at once. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, in my view, you just throw that hunk out. Like, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, she counted them. You're right. She had to go but, get them. Um, she said her patient is doing fine now and is back to her everyday routine. And okay, that hold she- up. Hold up. Because your everyday routine was, <laughs> I don't take my fucking contacts out my eyes. Good that catch. was your everyday routine. I hope you mean your amended and updated <laughs> everyday routine. Okay, because somebody you. needed somebody didn't need to plug themselves into a power source, make sure they were on a Wi-Fi so they could get the update. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay. Apparently, the patient, they, the, the doctor said, apparently the patient herself doesn't understand how she could have forgotten to take her lenses out so many days in a row. Well, we know you don't under that. That's yeah, we get that. I Stop you again there, which makes me say you don't get contacts. If you don't know how 23 fucking contact lenses are inside your eyeball, your oculars, you don't, let me tell you something, you don't deserve contacts. You can't have them. Well, Francis, the doctor says that after so many years of wearing contacts, the cornea loses sensitivity. So maybe, you know, it's easy to to not notice. 23? <laughs> no, right? Because you because here's the thing. This is my thing, Angela, about everything. Remember that song, What Goes Up Must Come Down? Thank you. What goes up? You don't don't sing it. Must come down. <laughs> God, I don't know that song, but I know the song. <laughs> I don't know that song. This, this, my thing. You put a contact in. You're supposed to get it out. You're supposed to get it out. And let us be clear about this. This woman wants to continue wearing contact lenses. We've already rendered the judgment. No, 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 no. no. You've proven to me. Let me. You tell can't you handle something. the responsibility. You can't handle the responsibility. Let me tell you something. We are done with this. We are done. There is done. no more of this done. shit. I, you know what? One, two, 23. No. You have a, 23 is enough. That's a new habit. Your new right. ha- you're absolutely right. You, you've ingrained a new habit, which is not taking them out. That's right. And, and she said the patient is a senior patient who's experiencing quite a, a lot of facial changes. This is where I got offended, including a loss of ocular fat cushion. And she's, this is a quote, the pocket of the upper lid becomes really deep. So in that case, all those contact lenses were able to hide like a stack of pancakes. Tell me how a stack of pancakes hides. Right. How do you okay. hide outside of in your stomach? See, this is my problem. Like the imagery she's using suggests to me that this shouldn't have been able to hide. Also, what she seems to be doing is saying that your eyes, that her eyes, it seems like it's sort of critiquing the skin, her skin condition. What she's saying is, is her eyes ate the contacts, is what she's saying. That they made a yummy, tasty meal of the contacts. <laughs> that her, that, and yes. that her eyes eat contacts. Which again, takes me back to where you we started. Be wearing contacts. Bitch, you, you can't wear contacts. Can't wear contacts. Your eyes eat them. Your eyes eat them. I don't think there's anything wrong with this rendering of this judgment. And I don't know why you would continue to wear them. Because I'm going to tell you something. You're not hearing the message. The message is you got evil eye bones that like to <laughs> sup on, <Evil. laughs> on contact lenses. I just people maybe you know I feel I'm afeared that that there are many things we just aren't ready for and maybe contact lenses is among them thank you 
Thank you. We'll be right back after these messages. Season two of Swing Left's How We Win is here. We have an incredible opportunity to fight for our democracy. We don't agonize, we organize. And we've got a lot of work to do. Subscribe right now on Apple and everywhere you get your pods for insight, action, and your reasons for hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Mariah Craven. And And this this is season two two of How We Win. Welcome back. This next idiot is from Ellen S. Will you read it, Angela? Oh, yeah. Woman going to jail because her duck violated the condition of her sentencing. Will you read it again? (laughs) Woman going to jail because her duck violated the condition of her sentencing. I object on behalf of the duck who I am representing to this mischaracterization (laughs) of what occurred. Understand that the way that this sentence is written, the woman is going to jail because of something the duck did. Right. Duck ain't did shit. That violated her parole. Right. right. I don't know how the duck fucked up her parole. In any case, Ohio. Right off the bat, I, that confused me because this is so Florida. Right. That I was very confused. Um, But the woman said, this is a little bit of a journey. This woman, this is a quote from her. She said, I'm willing to go to jail for my animals because I got PTSD and these are my therapeutic animals, says Murray. She's Tammy Murray, 59, who lives in Henry County. She explained that she used to have a hobby farm in her backyard. I'd like to stop at the use of the term Mm -hmm. hobby farm. Hobby farm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Oh, I caught that shit. I I caught that shit. I'm like, hobby farm? Hobby farm. Uh, Records from Napoleon Municipal Court show that in March of this year, she pled guilty to a charge of animals running. Again, a charge I didn't know existed. Uh, She was sentenced to 30 days in jail, but that was suspended if she agreed that she would have no animals on her premises for two years. So what was the promise, Angela? That she would have no animals, none, zero, no animals on her premises for two years. So, So Murray says she sent her horses to the farms of friends. She sent her dogs away. But... But... The duck stayed. Okay. How is this the duck's fault? Did she send the duck away? The duck came back on its own? No. No, 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 no. No, what she's saying is she was able to let go all animals but the duck. She was going to keep the duck. Here's the thing. Let's go back to what we just said, that she got a suspended sentence if she would have no animals on her premises for two years. She never got one day of that right. No, she did. And let's let's also explain this too. Tammy is an animal hoarder, and we can read through everything. When when the when the when the system has to get involved yes. in your pet ownership, you have a problem. Yes. And I, and you know what? And let me tell you something. I just had a friend who passed away who was an animal hoarder, you know, mm-hmm. certified. Let me tell you, and I completely, you know, and it took me a, a moment to really understand this, is that not all of us feel the same way about animals yes. as each other. Yes. And some people have a very deep connection to wanting to save animals right you know but here's the thing you don't live in a community that allows certain kinds of animals so you either move to a community that does and you get the right 
sort of permitting or whatever you need to have, but you can't have animals running free period, even, even if they're dogs, you know? That's um, right. So, but what kills me about, about what I find fascinating is the mindset around this is that, so she right away doesn't follow the rules right. of her sentencing. And then her excuse, then she brings back her dogs. Cause she says, well, I already violated the terms. See, like, like, to me, this is like the same thing as people who get a parking ticket and leave the parking ticket on the car because they think that's some sort of talisman against other parking tickets. I'm like, well, no, those are new yeah. offenses, you dumb fuck. Like, that's not how it works. They don't go, well, we already got you on this, so we can't get you. So she got more violations for having the dogs back because she wasn't supposed to have them back. And again, why did they know the dogs are there? Because they were running around free. Because why? She doesn't have the fencing proper right you know why she don't have the fencing this is where it gets all the logic internally in this person's head is wackadoodle the yes. city had to condemn and take down this fencing right clearly something was wrong with it it wasn't it was dangerous it wasn't something was wrong they took away the fencing she's complaining that when they took it away she didn't have a fence and that's why the animals were free the animals were supposed to be there tammy right tammy. right and, and and tammy and tammy you got too many animals too many that are animals. running free. See, because here's the thing. When you have an like a dog, you put a dog on a leash. That's right. Right? And you take that dog. That dog isn't supposed to be just running free. No. Right? No. Right? A horse, a horse. You have a pen, it, it's owned paddock, by somebody. Should it's supposed to have a paddock or a pen. Otherwise, that's a free, wild animal. Her position is that the duck just stayed in the pool and didn't go nowhere, so that should be okay. Tammy, what you have is a fundamental misunderstanding of what no means. That's right. And let She's me got issues with authority. Yes, because no is no is no. And so she's going to go to jail over this, which means her dogs have to go someplace. You're not actually caring for the animals. That's right. It's not, you're if you not can't taking care, care of you, them. You're not you. caring for them. And so she says like, this is her quote. So I just feel like I've been cheated. Like, I feel like I'm being picked on I'm, and I'm being set up because every time I get a ticket, it's because my fences are gone. No, it's not. You're not getting a ticket for not having a fence. You're getting a ticket for having animals that you aren't allowed to have that aren't That's fenced right. and, and they don't have to be outside either. Like this is all your fault, but it's that really wackadoodle lot, like lack of logic. You aren't being yeah. picked on what you are as a recidivist. That's right. I guess that can and feel like you're being picked on. Right. And I'm going to tell you something. I learned that recent from these, that this perspective, which is they feel like they're supposed to be taking care of these animals and everything else is getting in the way. Right. Of that. Here's my problem. What she, that's, th this is where I get very upset. Murray, Tammy Murray, who says she works as an in-home healthcare specialist. What? Uh-huh. Girl, bitch, you need in-home health care. Yep. What are you, who, whoever, if she is working, you need to, you need to deal, you got to get somebody else. Tammy's not up to the job. Well, Tammy, this is what I love about Tammy. She knows she's going to jail. So she was like, I gave notice that I can't go, come in and take care of people because I'm going to jail for my animals. And here's the thing. When she gets out, she's going to violate this again. That's right. That is what I because absolutely know. Because here's the thing. It's not about that. Nope. It's about the mindset. It's not about the Tammy animals. has a problem. And I don't know if it's a little Paxil, a little Wellbutrin, a little Shakiyaki. I don't know. But Tammy needs help. Yes, yes, that, yes. I am deeply resentful of the duck being blamed. The duck. Duck ain't did duck shit. didn't do shit. Duck living its life. Thank you. Okay. 
last <laughs> this is from amy s and karen w this thank you so, so much weird i love it's this so eerie so to me too it's like fire stottery it's like what? i love it protester accused of unleashing bee swarm on deputies to stop eviction that's right yeah wanting to stop sheriff's deputies from carrying out a court-ordered eviction last week Rory Woods turned to a quote-unquote dangerous weapon, authorities said. Woods allegedly pulled up to the home where the eviction was taking place, got out of her SUV, mm. walked back to the flatbed trailer she had towed to the neighborhood of Lone Meadow, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. a town of nearly 16,000 people on the Connecticut state line. And the reason why I believe they told us this, this, this piece of information, this almost bucolic mm -hmm. you know vision is that this shit ain't supposed to be happening well, on the borders of massachusetts because you, see, you know what you say when you say to me protesting an eviction i'm on that person's side mm -hmm. sort of automatically until i read um that this was a five bed five and a half bath colonial valued at nearly 1.3 million then i go oh <laughs> okay right what is going on here and apparently people in the neighborhood like there were People they heard showed up to protest yes. this eviction. So I don't know what was going on. And I'm not saying this person didn't. Obviously, maybe they had a legit complaint or reason. But I, it's a man, it's sort of like it's a big house. This is obviously a wealthier area. But what Homegirl did is she brought these bees over and she knocked over that she agitated. She didn't just bring the bees and open the cages. She agitated them. She shook the cages. She shook the things, the hives. She the knocked hives. one over so that the bees would come out. And then like the fire started. She stood among them like like in the middle of the fire pit. <laughs> she with the wielded things. them. No, like, like Daenerys like, just stood there and was like. <sighs> and then the bees yes. came out and swarmed the police. And it took them a really long time to get they through. The police ran into the house because they started getting stung. And let me tell you something. She unleashed apparently hundreds of bees from the hives that she had brought. She was shaking hives. She was throwing them down on the ground. She, here's the thing. This was a terrorist action. Hello. And I found this so amazing that this person, she didn't bring a gun. Nope. She didn't bring but it's still a she weaponized bees and then when she when the the two deputies were able to get through the swarm and get to her to arrest her they told her i think to to they thought make her feel bad you know that maybe more than one of the people the deputies there was actually they were allergic to bees she said oh you're allergic good <laughs> oh oh Rory, that's not nice um i have to tell you I also find this amazing. So she does this. And these are serious charges, right? So they drove her to the jail where she was released later that day on the promise that she would return for future hearings. I find this fascinating because this woman assaulted police officers. Yes, with bees. And this is not even her house. Well, we don't know. Because they don't know, it's unclear whether she knows the occupant, whether, what, why she's being evicted, because she's being evicted. She was mm. evicted in the past. Yeah. And I think that what it sounds like is, is that she is um, 
a person who's a protester who shows up to these types of things. Yeah, it's unclear. But I'm just like the, the relationship to all that is unclear. But what I do know is that that she she attacked police officers clearly on purpose. Mm-hmm. And she gets a promise to come back. Uh-huh. That's what you get. Let me tell you something about being white. <laughs> okay. I find that amazing. Well, let's review. Lemonade seller attacked at NYC's Fest of San Gennaro. Then we have the woman who didn't take out her contact lenses for 23 days. Yes. Then we had uh, the woman going to jail because her duck violated, no, violated no, the no, conviction. No. She violated her. She violated right. using right. the duck against his will. And and the protester accused of uh, protester. I just find the way this is even written up so interestingly. Like, like the protester accused of unleashing beast form on deputies to stop eviction. Okay, I know where I'm going. Where? You have to. The biggest idiot this week for me is the person who had a stack of of contacts in their eyes like pancakes, mm-hmm. and are still at the doctor trying to get some more fucking contacts. And the, the doctor who's going to give them, because let me tell you something, any optometrist or ophthalmologist worth their eye stain would refuse, <laughs> refuse <laughs> to be a part of this ever again. And I would say, no, 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 I will not. I will give you, you can go to Amazon and get you like 50 pairs of readers, but I'm going to tell you some, you better have 50 pairs in 30 days from now. Cause I'm going to check. I'm going to check. Cause you know what, Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country that when the, when the government said you can't have any more animals, that meant zero, none. That's right. Not a not a dog. That's right. Not a duck. Not a duck. There wasn't no duck. A duck is an animal. There wasn't no duck claws. There weren't no duck free no. claws. There was a time in this country, Francis. There was a time in this country when people bought beverages and sold beverages with relatively little fear of physical assault. <laughs> yes. Okay, especially something as innocent and refreshing as lemonade. Whoever gets hurt at a lemonade stand, that should be, that's like the, that's like the, the portal to heaven. Am I right? It's just like the lobby of heaven's lobby. They give you some lemonade. You know, who, who gets angry about lemonade? I don't know who gets angry about that. I'm Francis Callier. Angela V. Shelton. We are for Angela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.